the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business, but it's a special show. It's a show, how does Easter pertain to the car business? It's a little off, not much, just a little, but I'm going to pertain some things that we need to realize in our lives. And it's and it, it's Easter is a special time of the year, but do we possess it? Do we believe in it? Do we live by it? Let's take it to the Lord. Let's open up with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, let the Holy Spirit flow. You've given me a message, O Lord, and you've worked on me all week. I hope that you work on my listeners. I hope they learn to absorb knowledge, understanding, common sense. And I hope to show that I'm a mentor to them. Help them to grow and learn and understand that your word is so true today and it pertains to their life today and also in purchasing vehicles. I give you the praise and the glory for what you've done in my life, the changes in my life, and the healing in my life. And I give you the praise and the glory today and ask us all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The title today might be, well, there's probably two or three of them, but anyway, what do you value? And the other title could be Priorities in the Wrong Place. See, Easter's a time of the year when, especially yesterday was Good Friday, when Jesus Christ died for us. The sacrifice. But see, we don't want to sacrifice things in our lives. We want comfort. We want to be the best without any effort, without trying. But here, Jesus Christ died. He sacrificed his life. They beat him. They beat him. They they tore his clothes. They put thorns in his head, made him bleed. And I mean, it was such a violent beating that most people died. But Jesus Christ survived. But what was the value that the soldiers saw? They beat him. That was their job. Maybe they're not church-going people. Of course, you know, they didn't know right from wrong. Maybe, I don't know. But what did they value out of this beating? The robe. Jesus' robe. They thought more of the robe than the person. They thought more of, of owning that robe, and they gambled for it because they thought it was valuable. What about Joseph? His brothers thought his robe was worth more than him. But do we think more of a car salesman? Let's put this in the car business now. Do we think more of money than the person? We think more of making us look good to the management and the owners than the customer? Our well-being is all on us. Now let's put it to the customer. What's the value that you have? Oh, I got to have me a fancy ride. I got to have the biggest and the baddest. I want what I want. And you know what? We get what we want. Our priorities are set in our mind to get what we want. Uh, I was hoping Steve Sorensen, he may call in. He's got family and he might give a call. And Steve and I talked just a tiny bit about this a time or two. We had a radio show, radio show in Corpus, and just in case you own a business in Corpus, for 100, 
200 a week, you can be a sponsor on a great one-hour show in Corpus. We'd love to see the help. We'd love to have Steve back on there. But I can't do it all on my own. But if you'd like to prove the community that you want the best for them, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. So what do you value? You know, I'm a blessed man. And I'm blessed because I know 18 near-death experienced people. Two went to hell, 16 went to heaven. And I'm going to tell you, Jesus opened my eyes to see. Now, I'm speaking, you're listening. And if you call in, I'm listening to you. And that's the spirit up here. My body feels 69, but my spirit feels 20. I grow, I learn, I want to be the best I can be. But our spirit is 20, our bodies are 69. Now, what do we value? Do we value our life to live on forever? Or do we value doing whatever we want to do? And that robe represents a lot of things that we purchase in our life. We think the robe of Jesus is more valuable than him. What do you value in your life? Relationships? Jesus wants us to have great relationships. Now, how can my relationship be good with my listeners if I lie, mislead them, intimidate them, or anything like that? I want my relationships with my listeners to be the best I can be. Nobody's perfect. I'm not. Ask my wife. Nobody's perfect and can say the right things at all times. And what man makes breaks. I'm in a business, but they don't want vehicles to last forever unless you spend a lot of money keeping them up and fixing them and restoring them. I'm in a business that seems like everybody needs to lie. And overhead is causing We have a monster in our business, you know, and it's overhead. So the we value making money. We value in putting people in something, and we don't care. Do we walk away? See, they put value in Jesus' robe. They didn't realize what he was doing for them. Do you realize what you're doing? You know, most of us, and I came from a grave, and that grave is not knowing Jesus Christ, not knowing his grace. What's amazing thing about grave and grace, there's only one letter difference. So when you're in that grave, and I was in that grave, I was in the world, and I was in that tomb, and I couldn't get out, and the only way out was for me to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Now, he changed my life completely from a heathen to a giver to a Christian. But some people are still in that tomb because they don't know how to possess grace. They don't know how awesome grace is. They don't know. They want people to give them grace, but they don't know how to give it back. And so we we live in that grace. Now, here we go again. Now, how's that pertaining to car business? We don't have grace to our customers. We want to keep them in a grave with 84 96-month payments, but we don't care. We walk away from that relationship, but we're in love with them when they come back and buy another vehicle from us. Are you in that? What do you value in your life? You're going to get what you value. You're going to work hard for that value. But is it eternal life that matters? Is forgiveness in your life matter? I often say 90, and I've helped people off of drugs and alcohol due to the education and the mentoring I've got out of Cornerstone Church. And they've helped me so much. But I have the desire to be the best person I, I can be. I have desire to do the right things. Have we dumbed down people? Have we made fools of them that look like Christians and doing the right thing? As politicians, do they, during the course, if they want to get elected, do they say they're going to do the right things and then they don't care? As people, have we got to that point where we value personal stuff more than we value eternal life, Jesus Christ, relationships, 
peace of mind. I just went through a five-day fast. And I'm going to tell you, spiritually, mentally, physically, it was great. I needed it. A lot of storms in my life, but I had peace too. I mean, when you get out of that grave and you understand and possess Jesus Christ's grace on your life, you can go through a storm and it doesn't affect you. You can walk into that dealership and instead of things going 90 miles an hour with God's grace, with God's Holy Spirit, with God's prayer, with talking to Him and Him walking with you in that dealership, you'll make a better decision. You'll make a better choice. But you need help. You know, you need knowledge is power. But where do we get knowledge about the car business? It's the big secret. The Lord during this five-day uh, fast told me that I need to take Scripture and put it in a book and dissect it into the car business. What Scripture means today versus what's going on in the car business. I'm going to start that book next week. I'm going to follow through on that. That's my next book. I finished the first book. about to take it to publishing. I promise that, and I'm getting it. But this next book's going to be Scripture. And I've got a, a bit large spiral book full of, of that. I just need to line it up and explain it in today's. And we're seeing such change in the car business. It has exploded the last five years. And the next two or three years, you're not going to believe what's going to happen. The Holy Spirit, plus where I'm at and what I'm, I'm absorbing, ever all the changes that's about to be in the car business. The monster there is overhead. It's not Satan, but it's a monster. Overhead is going to cause the business to go crazy. More education, more demanding, more money. And you're in the way. Because we want to take it out of your pocket and put it in our pocket is the theory of the car business. We don't care if you're buried. The credit unions that do indirect lending don't care if you're buried. They know you're buried. They see the loan value, and it doesn't matter to them. But I want you out of that grave in possessing grace that Jesus Christ died for us and resurrected. I talked a minute ago about near-death experiences. It is so awesome to me that my spirit's 20 years old in my mind and my body's 69. It's so awesome to me that we can live forever, and that's how we're going to live forever. And, you know, preachers all say, you know, we're going to live forever, but they don't explain it that way. I don't understand it. I've been revealed to that by the Holy Spirit. And we're going to live forever in the Spirit. Yes, it says we're going to, our bodies are going to leave. How many decayed bodies is there sitting in, the, in all the graves today that people have passed away? But their spirit is still living because these 18 people that I know, their spirit died. I mean, their bodies died medically, but their spirit was alive, alive and well and observing everything going around. Two of them went to hell, and their lives changed tremendously. Unbelievable. And I know these people. One of them, due to so much drugs, so much crazy stuff, that he, after serving the Lord with his whole life for 10 years, passed away. And But the drugs, you know, what we do beats up our bodies. And so down the road... We're going to have to pay sooner or later. And so, just like what we, I keep telling everybody, make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. You know, I didn't think I could go through that five-day fast, but due to the Holy Spirit, due to prayer, and I made up my mind. See, I made up my mind what value to me. What value to me, beginning of this week, or really Sunday, was I want to go to that next level. I want to go to that next level in life, spiritually, mentally, physically. It was good for my body. It was good spiritually. It was good for the growth in what I'm trying to do. 
I want to go to that next level on being a mentor to you. I want to go to the next level with being having a relationship with Jesus Christ and God. But we value certain things in our life, and time gets in the way. I'm so busy that I'm praying now, and I was fasting. Part of that fast was to make my life simpler, where I can write more. I wasn't a writer five years ago. I couldn't have put a book together. I knew that it was in me. I knew I had desire, but it wasn't there. But the Lord started working on me, and he has changed me, and he's instilled that in me. And the stuff that I'm doing, I think's okay. But people that have read it and looked at it said it's great. But I, I can't believe it's coming from me. The big secret book that I started and I've got a lot of information on, I'm putting to the side. This next one is going to be the biblical way. I mean, like I love Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. And the next verse talks about discerning. What is discerning? Knowing right from wrong? Do we know right from wrong? Do we walk into a dealership and we know what we should buy and know what our budget is, what fits our family? But are we in that grave and we're controlled by our emotions, our desires, our thoughts, our feelings? And and we don't let us go to that next direction when we make the right decisions, you know, and, and trying to keep up with the Joneses. Hey, I've been down that road. The Joneses tried to keep up with me. They couldn't do it because my priorities at that time was Randy. I was so selfish, so blind. Do you, you know, the problem with pride and selfishness is that everybody else sees it, but we don't. We want to reward ourselves. We're living in these graves, and, we're, and we can't get out. And that's when we need to go that next level, that next level of growth, that next level of making better decisions. And get into prayer and get understanding in, in whatever it takes in your life to possess grace. We want grace, but are we planting that seed of grace? Are we giving it? You know, I, I tell everybody that I have do, do me because I couldn't forgive nobody. I'm not going to forgive you. I'm going to smile at you, tell you I love you. I'm going to get even. Yeah, that was my theory years ago. And I could get even. Man, I tell you, Satan had a hold of me, and I could, man, I could intimidate you. I could do whatever my little heart desires. I could put a deal together, smile and tell you I love you, and not be good. But I'm going to tell you, that's not the way I want to be. Jesus Christ came into my heart. And, you know, I talk about this. The more forgiveness you have in your life, the more love for other people you'll have. I didn't know how to love. I had too much forgiveness, too much pride, too much selfishness. As a dealer, I hate to tell you this, 95% of them are that away. As salespeople, maybe 75 80%. Pride, greed, and Making money is the only thing that we care about. Of course, that's only on six days a week. Now, Sunday we go to church and say hallelujah. You know, but we're all right on church on Sunday. But, I mean, Monday, business is business. I had a dealer on San Pedro tell me one time, he said, Randy, church is church on Sunday, and business is business Monday through Saturday. I said, I sure hope you die on Sunday, Bubba. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you're living the wrong way that during the week, I hope you don't die during the week. Because it's okay for him to lie, cheat, manipulate people. But that's his priorities, what he values. He values money more than people in relationships. He values money. He don't care if they come back. I'm going to make me a 7-pounder. That's $7,000. Or a 10-pounder. I don't care if they ever come back. Now, I'm going to put so much sugar coating on it. They're going to think they got a great deal. But most of the people come out of ether. I mean, I've seen, I've, I've dealt with the people that they've dealt with. I see so many times that people get, they come to my office, they call me all week long. My phone number, and you can call me, 
888-447-4789. You can give me a call. So many people are buried. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. One of my listeners yesterday told me, slow down. 830-708-4789 is my mobile. And I'm going to give it to the last half of the show. I'm hoping that Steve gets a little time to give us a call. We love we love talk teams. Like I say, man, if if you're in Corpus area and you'd like to prove the community you want the best for them, give me a call and we'd love you to sponsor or be one of the sponsors or do something. Help us to put that show back on in Corpus. We love doing it, and we had a, we had a. I mean, it it works so well because all we talked about was cars purchasing and God, mainly God. And it works so well. But sometimes we want God at, just on Sunday or one hour Sunday. Do we like serving? Do you like forgiving? See, that's what I talked about. Forgiveness. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. And that's where I've helped these people. The Lord brought me somebody that had a 24-year habit of heroin. Took us a while to figure out how to do it because the Holy Spirit was working on me and him. And it revealed me what we had to do, and we got the man off of the habit of heroin. And then it went from drug, uh, people on drugs to people on alcohol. But, I mean, that's the greatest high. Not making money. Greatest high is serving, helping, and being a mentor to somebody. The freedom they get when they get out of that grave and see the grace that God loves them and gave them and that they're free of that addiction, I'm not sure who's happier, them or me, because you've helped somebody break those chains. Mac, Zach Williams sells a song about breaking the chains. I'm telling you. Chain, chain breaker, I'm telling you, awesome, awesome song. Makes me want to cry because I was that guy. I was in chains. Hey, and God, when I accepted Jesus Christ, my life changed. And it changed that night. My dad and I sat down and forgave each other. I had an issue with my dad. And he was never hardly at home. And he was abusive and I've learned recently he was abusive because of the guilt and the shame he had for not being at home chasing other women, staying in the bar, spending his money in the bars. That shame came home, and he was abusive to me. And that that's the reason I had this unforgiveness. But once I forgave my dad, the very next day people looked at me and said, Randy, you, something's different about you. Nothing different about me. Yeah, there is. There's something. To, and I mean, people kept telling me that. Well, after I accepted Jesus Christ six years later, and it took six years, but Jesus knew where it was going to be and when it was going to happen. Six years later, I realized that was the that was the chains that broke off of me. That unforgiveness. Do you have unforgiveness in somebody in your life? Does somebody in your family have addiction problem? It might be unforgiveness of mother, father, or spouse. I think 99% of addictions are that way. Does unforgiveness in your life want to reward yourself when you buy you a new car? Does unforgiveness in a broken marriage cause you to want to buy something to attract a new love? Insecure people chase after love. Secure people attract love. Which one are you? Are you secure? Givers or takers? There's only two kinds of people in this world. Givers give, content, happy, loving, serving. Hey, takers, never happy, never content, never wanting to serve. Oh, woe is me, never happy. Where is the joy in your life? Do you want joy? Do you want peace? Do you want it's all there in the Bible? That's why I'm writing this next book and get it to pertain or working, what's going on in the car business, what you're doing in your purchasing. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Brian. Byron. Thank you, Michael. God bless y'all. I hope that you're getting something out of this show that you will dig deep in yourself. Get deep in yourself and see what causes you to do the things you want to do, buy the things you don't want. 
We're putting our faith in something that's shiny that won't last. We'll talk more about that. Call somebody, text somebody, go to Facebook Live. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. We'll be right back. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing. Every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care. Two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Again, it's Randy Adams learned to buy and sell, sell cars. I'm sorry. I'm still about to say show, but anyway, buy and sell cars.com. Uh, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, so if you need to know what your car's worth or want to sell it, I want to buy it. Been selling a lot of listeners' cars, finding them cars, giving them free information. Be sure and write my phone number down, 830-708-4789. I had Tom call me yesterday. We talked quite long, and I'm looking for a vehicle for him. And then we talked about uh, a way of curing cancer that I've witnessed, and uh, it's unbelievable. But anyway, uh, we talked about that, and he said, Randy, you give your phone number too fast. I said, okay, I'll slow down, 830-708-4789. But you know what? Um, I think when we start to get close to Jesus, distractions show up. Distractions of shiny things, like an automobile, that shines so much that we got to have it. Why do we put so much value in things that don't last? Amazing to me that we want something and we want to pay so much money for and so loss of time. And we, and I'm talking about when we work, we earn the money and we give it to a vehicle and it loses value and we've lost that time that we've worked and the value goes down, but we think it's permanent, but we won't spend enough time with the Lord that we're going to be permanent with. Are our priorities turned around? Are shiny things more important? Is that robe more important than the relationship with Jesus Christ? These soldiers thought so. Joseph brothers thought so. But do you think that vehicle's more important than your family, your relationship, being able to provide for your family? Getting in a bind. I mean, I've, I talk to people every week, and I'm talking about a lot of them that owe 10 20,000 too much. Hate the vehicle, bought the wrong vehicle, got a problem, get in an accident, and it loses value. Dealing with a truck this week. Never ran the VIN. They didn't give me the VIN. We run the VIN when I'm going to buy it, and it's been an accident. It's not worth what one and not an accident worth. But see, that's the key. Knowing enough about the business to know how much to take off. Because I live, breathe, and eat the business. I buy and sell 200 vehicles a month. It used to be 300. We can't get enough bought. And so we buy and sell. We live this. But this is a tool for us to get around. 
a necessary tool in our life. But where do we put our priorities? Where our priorities are drive guy called me today. I mean, I'm sorry, yesterday. And he said, I'm downsizing. I'm doing what you say on your radio show. And I said, okay. You know, I, I, I talk so much, who knows what I'm saying, that he picked up on. He said, I'm getting rid of that payment. I've got to explore. I'm getting rid of it. I don't want that payment anymore because I'm chasing my tail. He said, I owe more than what the vehicle's worth. I'm going to cut my losses now. I see that I'm chasing after that loss of value when I could sell it, clear it up, get me cheap transportation. That's all I need. Keep my wife in a decent vehicle, and I drive something, just get back and forth to work. He said, I understand now what you're trying to do. I said, well, your value now is in the time and money that you're working for Instead of driving something cool just to back and forth to work, this losing value. You know, the shiny things are not permanent. What's permanent is relationships. What's permanent is setting up for the future, making decisions for the future. You know, could those soldiers years ago realize what Jesus Christ had done for them and they could accept it? The same thing, you know, because they they care about something, and they don't care about they didn't care about that. Be, well, the same way in the car business, they care about your money, but they don't really care about you. Because if they cared about you, they wouldn't do what they want. They try to do to you. You know, why do we put so much value? Here we go again. Why do we put so much value in friends and relatives in the car business? And we go in there and just lay down and say, all right, I want this vehicle. You're my friend. You're my relative. I've told you before, dealerships hire people, get them to sell their friends and their relatives and kick them out the door. The business has changed tremendously the last five years and going to get worse. So they're going to have more people come in, try to sell more friends and more relatives, and don't care about them. They don't care about the salespeople. Now, if you're an outstanding salesperson and you can sell everybody that walks in the door, wow, they're going to keep you. And they might make you a manager. And then you can spend 12 hours a day, you know, trying to make that big money, chasing your tail. I mean, you know, there's so many changes. You know, the problem we have is just like those soldiers. You know, we laugh at the cross. We don't understand what the cross re- represents. But they were more value in the robe to them than what Jesus Christ did for them. Have you realized what he's done for you? Have you realized the changes? Have you seen the changes in people that don't? Now, the people that go to church for business... They don't really respect the cross. They don't understand the cross. They don't understand that the sacrifice that Jesus did for us. But when you really absorb and possess that grace that he's given us, your life will change. And I think it's uh, Acts 2.37. When the word penetrates your heart, it penetrates your heart, you'll change. I've known a lot of people that go to church and never change. But see, they don't know what grace is. They're in that grave, and that V is more important than the C. You take that V out, put the C in, you got grace. But that C also, I just thought of something. It represents Christ. That changed from V's of victory in the grave to the seed Christ. That's how you get out of that grave. The victory you have goes to Christ, the sea in grace. It just gave me chills. I just realized that, and he changed my life. You know, I was going down the road, and I used to pray from New Braunfels to the airport going to Dallas every week. And about Broadway... I realized I could have been dead in hell. And I knew these two people who had near-death experiences went to hell. 
I screamed for joy from Broadway to the parking spot at the airport. Tears ran down my eyes. But do you have that desire to really have that relationship with Jesus? Will you have to sacrifice something? Will you have to sacrifice some comfort? Will that brand new car be set back? Hey, I want you to buy a new car. There's two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford. If you can afford it, buy it. But did you, did you spend 30 years in making payments and have nothing at the end of those 30 years? Or did you sacrifice a few things? And get that, get yourself physically, mentally, and prosperity-wise where you can buy that vehicle. Best kind of car is a paid-for car. So you sometimes got to make sacrifices to get there. I had to make sacrifices in my attitude, my priorities, my desires, my emotions to go where I was going. But, you know, I realized... And I, the drug guy I helped for the 27 years of heroin, he said, Randy, I'm not worth saving. I'm not worth changing. I said, Jesus thinks you are. I said, you know, you hurt your body. I hurt people. I did it to others. You're doing it to yourself. I'm worse off than you. I'm a worse sinner than you. And he wanted me. And he saved me, and he changed me, and he took the chains off of me. And I got victory out of the grave from a V, changed it to a C, and went to grace. But I realized that I wanted grace. I realized that Jesus had sacrificed for that. I realized that I couldn't abuse people anymore, lie to people, take advantage of them. And I never really was a—I was so good, so smooth— that I didn't have to lie to people. I knew what to say. You know, it wasn't a big lie. Maybe it was a little off, maybe in the gray area. But I was so smooth. Satan had me so slick. Well, that's a problem. So many salespeople out there have got the same slickness, the smoothness that I had because Satan works in our lives. He gives you the power but Jesus Christ's power is bigger, better, and can change you. Give you a life that you'll love. Hey, peace through a storm. Peace through rough times. You know, we we want the grace to come easy. Nothing's easy. A little I talk about a little bit of work saves you a little money. A lot of work saves you a lot of money. Well, your relationship with Jesus Christ takes realizing that he's done it all. And get your past behind you and look at the future. Get your past of making those bad decisions behind you. Work your way out. I'm working my way out of something right now. I'm putting the effort in because I made the mistake. I didn't pray enough. It's amazing how much clearer our mind is when we pray enough. And and it, my mind cleared up the last five days. My mind cleared up. I can see better, feel better, understand better, and understand where I need to go and what level I need to be on next. I want the things that are permanent, not the things that fade away. You know, relationships, how we treat people. Do we treat other people better than our family? Or do we even get to the point where we're so burnt out that we lie to our family? You know, priorities are, could be in the wrong place. But here we are with Easter. Do you understand the power of the resurrection? That's what I've tried to explain in this show, the power of the resurrection. How are you going to live forever? But do you accept it, possess it, and believe it? Or is it just something you say? You know, the Bible was written 2,000 years, over 2,000 years ago, and it's so true, so awesome today. But the Bible doesn't need to be rewritten like some people want to do. It needs to be read. The problem is we don't read it enough. That's one thing 
I'm thankful that I went into leadership at Cornerstone 23 years ago, and they told me I was expected, not demanded, expected to read the Bible every day. And I followed that for the last 23 years. I did it this morning. It's our manual for life. And God, through this fasting, made me realize that it's my manual for to give you, give it back to you, leave the word not rewritten, but to explain it in the car business today. Not change the Bible, just explain what's going on and can be happening to you and your family. Do you want to be able to be prosperous? Do you, you know, I love, just love uh, the Bible, and I, and I quote the Scripture every day, Jeremiah nineteen eleven, For I know the plans that I have for you, acknowledges the Lord, plans of pro- to prosper and not harm you, plans of hope and a future. And when you call upon me and you come and you pray to me, I will listen to you, and when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me and I will come to you. During this last five days, I've realized that my journey has got to go to the next level. I've got to get deeper, stronger in your emotions, your desires, your feelings, and help you get out of that grave with victory and let Christ help you. Christ is giving me this message. This is His show. I mean, nobody does what I'm doing. There's not another one around. And so the Holy Spirit came to me actually four years ago and gave, it was almost like, I don't know, like almost like throwing up. If I didn't do what He wanted me to do, I felt like I was going to throw up, explode or something. And finally it started coming together. And now I'm growing as the show's growing. You know, I've had a station that I've been on for three years. They told me, Randy, you won't last three months. You don't even have information for three months. They told me the other day, man, you keep coming up with stuff. I said, I don't even think I've scratched the surface on it. Plus, this business changes and overhead goes up and your desires and the commercials and working on you and intimidating you and and everything that they've learned. They've hired psychiatrists. They've hired sociologists. They've hired experts on how to push your button. Have your button been pushed lately? Have you ever made a bad purchase in a vehicle? One man makes breaks. I, you know, I'm doing my best to open your eyes to get you to pray more. Let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you. Show you where you are and where you need to go. You know, everybody does what it takes to do what they want. You get what you want because it's a priority in your life. And I've had ladies in my Bible study, and when they make up their mind, they're going to do it. And I can explain to them. I'm talking about on a vehicle. I can explain to them where to go, what to do, and how to handle it. And they go and do it their way. We do too many things our way instead of what godly mentors try to do. We want to, we get it in our head, this is my priority, this is what I want at all costs. Well, it's costing her. Costing her big time. Several of people. And, you know, and they come for my advice But do they really want it? Or they want somebody to agree with them? They want me to agree that's what they want and that's what they can afford. And when I go against it, they smile at me, and I can tell they're not doing it. They forget it. And I see men and women. I'm not going to just pick on men. But I've had some situations more with women because they come and ask me advice. Men are too prideful. I know how to buy cars. You do not know unless you've been in the business. And that's see, they want they don't want to even play and feel. They want to keep you off guard. And it's easy to sell pride. Ah, man, 
I used to love these prideful guys. Yeah, man, you're right. You're right. I can't, you know, you know how to do it. This ain't your first rodeo. Man, you're the best. Yeah, you're exactly right. Just agree with a prideful person because pride leads to corruption. Sometimes it leads to payments that you can't afford. Has it ever led you to buy something that doesn't keep its value? There's very, very few, less than 1% of 1% of 1% of cars go up in value. And they all eat money costs money. And you're letting that pride corrupt your life. Now, you're not going to agree to that. You don't think that's proper. Was there any money left at the end of the month? Is there any value left in the vehicle after you've owned it for several years? Are you like that man that's listening to my show that's chasing his tail and the, his vehicle's losing about the same kind of money in his payments? So he's making a $500, four, $500 a month payment, and it's losing four or 500 There's months that it does, and there's months it only loses 100 or two. But at the end of those months, what's left? The shiny thing has lost value. The permanent thing in our lives, we don't put any value in. We don't work hard at. We don't sacrifice ourselves. I tell my son, my 15-year-old, I said, relationship and friendships, you got to put in 60%, 70% and not expect nothing back. But if it returns 30%, you're a winner. Instead, we want to put in 30% and we expect 70. Expectations. I can teach weeks on expectations. What we expect out of people, what we expect out of dealerships, what we expect out of our car, all failures. But we don't expect and do what our part is with Jesus Christ. My biggest problem is I'm a fixer. I want to be productive, and I get in Jesus' way. You know, and I'm praying so hard nowadays to show me where I'm going and show me what my part is so I may stay out of the way. I'm struggling with a lot of stuff in my life, but I'm at peace. There's things that's coming at me, but I'm at peace. I fought the city of New Brunswick for a year for a building permit. They lied to me. All the people lied to me. It took a year to get a permit. And on my property, both sides are businesses building, doing things without a permit. Now, they beat me up because I was trying to do it right. It took me a year. It should have took me a month because they lied to me. But, you know, I'm at peace. I'm letting those people do whatever they want. I don't turn them in. It's their business. But our city would rather chase after somebody, beat up somebody. But I'm at peace at it. I'm all right with it. Let them do whatever their little heart desires. But I know in my heart I'm doing it right. That I went to the city. I showed them. I did. They told me I didn't need a landscape plan on a cement lot. And then they tell me they do. They told me, okay, I don't need a drainage plan. And then they tell me they do. So I did it. These other people don't do none of that stuff. But see, when we go through a storm and you got peace with Jesus Christ and you know that you're at the level that you need to be and now it's time for me to go to that next level, I've got to sacrifice something. i got to do something. i got to listen. i got to humble myself. But are you humbling yourself? Have you humbled yourself with your family and everybody around you? Are you that prideful person that let pride go to corruption in your life, a trouble in your life, problems in your life? What are you valuing in your life? Do you value the robe, the car, better than Jesus Christ and what he's done for us on the cross? Do you value the cross or do you value what you do, the pride and the greed and the keeping up the Joneses? This caused you to be in the train wreck you're in. Yeah, the Lord's, we've got a lot of money and I go by. That's fine. The Lord's bless you by whatever your little heart desires. Take my advice and do whatever you want to. But the people that want to do the best, that are on a budget, know what's right. Dave Ramsey is, is a 
mentored a lot of people. And he, he's got basics on the car business. Not all of it, but he's got a part of it. But I want to be your mentor, your next level. I want to buy your car. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. See how to buy a car. Give me a call. I'm going to give my phone number slowly here in a second. And, And so you can give me a call. I get lots of phone calls. Keep trying. 830-708-4789. Give me a call. You need help, believe it or not. The guy that don't think he needs help, hey, we love those guys. Come on in here. You're exactly right. Sign right here. You're the best. Sign right here. You know it all. Sign right here. Hey, and those know-it-all, prideful people, everybody sees it. And it's so easy. We're trained to see it when the customer comes in. We're prepared. We got a game playbook that's this thick it's four inches thick against you we got a game plan but we don't want to equal playing field when we go buy something we want the best because we're educated and we know what we're doing god bless you go to church but this time realize what god's grace has done absorb it possess it love it love everybody forgive everybody If you'll forgive everybody, you'll have more love, and you'll know what love's about. I didn't know. But the more forgiveness I give, the more love I have for other people. The more love I have for you to do better and make the best decisions. I want you to learn, grow, and be the best person you've been. I love you, San Antonio. God bless you. Have a great Easter day, and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Your ministry is your ministry. Start it today and explode and reach out to everybody. God bless you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.